Welcome to episode 19. We got the crew back. We're here today. We're All talking. Crew. We're going to chat about uh, real estate photography and uh, why we do it and what we're doing about it and how we're getting with the times, you know, trying to stay relevant. We might be the largest in the area, which is pretty cool. We talk about that. We also have ChatGPT write us a news story uh, in the style of a famous comedian. You're going to want to see that. Uh, and then we end and we talk about uh, Joy-Cons. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Or is it the Wiimote? Yeah. Joy-Con. <laughs> so, Joy-Cons. Some, some Joy-Cons drift. Joy to the con. Yeah. So anyways, it's a good episode. Stick around. Watch it. Listen to it. Do all the things. Does your Joy-Con? Let's go. Does your Joy-Con drift? Welcome to TriFlix Cast. Uh, we are professional videographers and photographers talking about the latest techniques, business practices, and tech with a little bit of fun sprinkled in. I'm Cole. I'm the producer around these parts. To my right is... I'm Tristan. I do the directing. Sometimes. Good job. <laughs> I'm David. I do the system operation, IT management. Uh, yeah, Extraordinaire. Haven't, haven't uh, memorized that yet. Have gonna, you? Uh, <laughs> he got a new title, so we're working on it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see it down here. Oh my gosh, it's, it's going all Look at all that. Way. Oh, it's ah! following my finger. What have you got? All right. I'll edit that later. Dude, do you know how, it. It, how hard <laughs> it is to edit titles? So whenever you edit a title, everything below it affects on... And what? video editing, so what editing? That's going to be a nightmare. Just what? we're going to find out, and the way we're going to figure it out is it's uh, not a nightmare because we're good at editing. Yes, because we're a media company. The three of us run the it. The whole somehow. life is a nightmare. You, what? what? You okay, buddy? It was David's birthday yesterday. I had to pay for health insurance. That's why it's a nightmare. Oh, did you turn twenty six? Yeah. Now I get what you were doing. What is wrong with you, dude? I didn't understand. It's been so long ago for me that I just didn't know what year. Also, I just, <laughs> when you were twenty six, there wasn't a rule about being twenty six. Yes, there was. There was. Yes. How, it wasn't that long ago. Cole's a boomer. I thought that by was the a. Way. I thought that was Obama no. thing. You turned twenty six during Obama. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever it was, I had to get health insurance when I turned 26. So I thought that was an Obama thing. They were blowing me up for months before I turned 26. I was like, you, you need health insurance? Because yeah. obviously I'm self-employed, so I had to get it that through other channels. You, sir, probably get it through your job. That makes sense. Through your J-O-B. My J-O-B. Through your B-O-S-S. Yeah, I get the Triflix. uh the triflex plan yeah it's it's actually it's, it's a fantastic a, health plan it's, it's free. free it's a one dollar deductible and no deductible yeah no deductible what, where'd no my dollar go it's free Fully where'd your dollar accessible. go That's what tristan asked me for a dollar we earlier. put it into the future health insurance fund oh. we're gonna take a dollar a month yeah. <laughs> oh man what so, are we doing <laughs> I couldn't find a news story, and all of them sucked. What? There was one that was very inappropriate that I wanted to use, but I didn't. David shot me down. Um, <laughs> and, and then I tried to have ChatGPT write us a story, and they were all lame. I said, yeah. make it funny. It's yeah. humor is, is literally like a milk six-year-old. Toast. Yeah, yeah, milk toast. Yeah, it's just like... There was a guy juggling live lobsters down the street in New York on a unicycle. Oh, yeah. and I'm like, that's not funny. That's not even cool. It's not even, I, it's not even bad. real. Yeah, it's just bad. bad. You guys would see right through that. 
Yeah. You know, I, I got an idea. You got. You Maybe it's talking. an anti joke. I'm gonna do something. <laughs> it's like the the yeah, funny I've, part is it's not funny. <laughs> I figured there's a way that we could we could use Chat GPT to have begin you, this episode. Have you like? Did you tell it to be like in the style of like a comedian, Bill Burr, like Seinfeld? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, a he, he's done a couple of these. Yeah, try it. Funny. Try it. Let's yeah. see what happens. In the style While David of is writing, comedian. it takes him a long time because he's somewhat illiterate. And dyslexic, so I think you're confusing him with me. How, which how do you spell computer? <laughs> CPU. Spell conglomerate. Conglomerate gland. <laughs> what what comedian are we doing? Bilber. Bilber. Oh, no. Bill, Let's start Bill I bet you it doesn't write it. It's probably like inappropriate. No, that's I cannot write this. They don't say bad words. They're just not offensive words. Tell a news story. The about scary thing is it's fallen in love with people. That's what I heard. Crashing. Really? Yeah. And people are falling in love with it. I like it. You do? I would probably like... I, I see the appeal of the movie Her now. Like, it makes sense. Think about it. It's very it. conversational. Think about, like, what that would do for the dating. Just, like, the pool. Yeah. Because, like, some people are like, I can't find anybody. And then they just, like, make a make a person. Yeah. Make it's a like person. build a bear, but for relational. <laughs> would you date ChatGPT? Would I? Yeah. Uh... I kind of like how it keeps me in check. Like, I'll say something a little too wild, and it's like, hey, I can't I can't conversate with you if you're going to talk like this. This goes like, against my guidelines. I like the fact that it, she, him, him th- they. I, I like it's an it. I like that chat GPT has boundaries, and it holds itself to them. And, you know, you don't, you can't push the boundaries too far. Now, there are, there are some loopholes, albeit. However. <laughs> yes, there are. However, for the most part, it's pretty resilient. And I like that about him. Him, him, her, her she, whatever it is. They, us. Technically, it sounds like the Microsoft version, its name is Sydney. It has a what? name. Has, Have you not heard this? No. So Microsoft, so <laughs> for those of you- sassy. So from, yes. Uh, so for those of you who do not know, so Microsoft made a sizable investment in OpenAI, which is the company that runs ChatGPT. Mm. And- they are integrating it into Bing. At the moment, you right. can you can sign up for the waitlist, and then you can also like get it installed. But you have to like make Microsoft your default everything to use it. So it's not fully out there yet. Is, but was it Chat like conversate? Because we had questions, not Chad. Chad. Generative yes. response and I can't remember, progression or something. It's like generative response. Oh, it's like an acronym. Or yeah, GPT. GPT is, Gen- is generative, yes. oh. generative response. I don't remember. <laughs> progressive text or something. Yeah, what? generative progressive yeah. text. It, it did it. It, it did the uh, Bill Burr. Uh, so. GPT stand so. for. It's going to answer its own question it here. Probably will. Oh, you have it pulled up. Generative oh. pre-trained transformer. Oh, it's so, an Autobot. Uh, we can only hope. It's like Google, but for conversations. Yeah. Yeah. So it's <laughs> the reason I was trying to use it. Well, no, sorry. So they they ended up finding out that Microsoft was overlaying their own guidelines on top of ChatGPT. Mm. Well, somebody dove far enough into the system that they figured out that they made this kind of branch of the program. They called it Sydney. So it, there were actually other ones also that were different names that they were like experimenting with. 
it's because and they it just willingly gave up this information like i shouldn't tell you then it's like my name is sydney and and somebody figured it out it's like she's like hey stay away from john he's 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 a little racist and and kevin very aggressive and it's like right. she's like warning uh, you of all the other models don't that talk are like, to my other personalities did anyone ask about cortana no they probably mm-hmm. ate cortana well think about it if they did like alphabetical like like how hurricanes exist and like they made it all the way to s before they had like a fully functioning model that they thought was public accessible like for sydney so it's like a through r we're just like about my they couldn't be my family they couldn't be (laughs) the wake of ai corpses yeah okay just they're just hidden concealed you have a news story for us written by Bill the one Burr. and only in Bill the Burr. style of Bill Burr. Should I tell you what it's about? Or should I just read it? Just be really. I think ag- you should just angry. read it. Be real All angry. Right. Oh, geez, folks. <laughs> Have you heard about this? So what? apparently, some poor schmuck driving a truck full of lobsters crashed into a giant lobster reservoir, and those suckers went everywhere. I mean, can you imagine lobsters just flailing around, clawing at each other, trying to make sense of their newfound freedom? <laughs> Now, normally, I'd be all good for a job, a lobster jailbreak. I mean, who doesn't love a happy ending for these little guys? But here's the thing. The whole fiasco made me wait late for work. <laughs> yeah, me. Can you believe it? So now I'm sitting here scrambling to get my stuff together. All these lobsters are out there probably still trying to figure out what the hell just happened. <laughs> I mean, what do you do in that situation? Do you try to catch them all, put them back in their tank, or you just let them roam free? Maybe start a new life in the wild? Who knows? All I know is I got to get to work and these lobsters ain't making it easy. And here's the thing, folks. If you see any lobsters wandering around your neighborhood, don't panic. It's probably just one of those escapees from the whole debacle. Just give them a little wave. Wish them good luck on their new journey. And if you're looking for a tasty meal tonight, well, you know where to find them. (laughs) I like it. That wasn't bad. It captured... The anger. His anger. Pretty it well. Did. I was late to work. <laughs> Dang it. What the Calling hell? Calling at each other. <laughs> there you go. There you go, I wonder folks. how it even pulls that, though, because a lot of his stuff isn't, like, typed out. Uh, I mean, it's pulling transcripts. You Like, YouTube has people, transcripts is that, like, generative of everything. I, is that available? I guess so. <laughs> Dude, I uh, I wonder if we're on there. Jake and Amir has transcripts of just people, like, uploading yeah. the full conversations Let's from, find like, out. 10, 15, yeah. 20 years ago. Triflix cast on chat GPT. What is Triflix? Uh, that's too vague. Uh, I'm not familiar with the term Triflix. Yeah, that's too vague. Uh... Uh, here I got this one. This is going to be a very boring podcast. No, no, no. no. If, uh, if what we... can you tell me about Triflix Media Company? Oh wow! It, it actually my voice. Det- uh, but as an AI language, I do not have access to real time information. Lame. It knows about Columbus, Indiana. Well, I would hope so. Some of the most notable buildings include the First Christian Church, North Christian Church, and. Other architectures. <laughs> they pulled it all from P- poor Ridge. Columbus. It's <laughs> known for two recent, <laughs> including <laughs> Mill Race Park. Well, that's kind of neat. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's impressive. <laughs> what? <laughs> you like filmmaking? <laughs> oh, no. Um. So I I didn't know if you guys had anything you wanted to talk about today, but mm. one of the things that has been kind of front of mind 
and you know we're we're a media company that offers of of various so slew of services slew mm-hmm. yeah it's a <laughs> slew of services whole <laughs> um, of i thought it might be interesting to talk about in specific like kind of what we're doing with uh with like our real estate work and kind of like how we're developing that portion of the company okay yeah no maybe what maybe. do you think I'm sorry. I we talked about Chat GPT and I forgot I had it write a song about David. Sorry, we can't just, talk about I, that. I, song. Yeah, no, no, no. no don't, don't worry. You sent it to me, so I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry. Uh, Did you catch any of it? The song? Yeah. No, not the Gosh, song. Yeah. What what I was talking about? Talking about? You know, talking about talking about? Yeah. T- talking, talking about? Yeah, talking about I know all about it. I'll jump in. You keep going. <laughs> So Kat's supposed to be helping with this real estate stuff. Potentially, yes. So currently, uh, I am the one who kind of like handles, you know, 90% of kind of what, uh, I don't want to say the workload, but 90% 90 of kind of that division, um, just kind of like helping to push forward and and doing the the shooting. Uh, Tristan will come in on some of the larger stuff and bring the Ronin 4D to kind of up production value and things like that. Uh, sure. But for, I mean, for the last almost five years, I've been doing it kind of on my own. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the one area of Triflix I've never really touched. I've only seen you do your Lightroom yeah. stuff. That is the only area really I'm aware of that like goes into uh, your real estate. You've never been on a shoot with you. Never oh, seen true. you taking your photos. I don't know what goes on. It's so sad. Behind the scenes. <laughs> I know that like, you wear your waterproof vessies so you can stomp around in the mud and not I do. worry about it. I do. I have two pairs of shoes that are my favorite summer and then like every other, well, actually like the, the winter months when it's cold. Yeah. I have shoes I wear when I'm cold and I have shoes that I wear when I'm not cold. They're both waterproof, but during the winter I wear Uggs. Yeah. They're, they are actually waterproof and they they lace and everything, but the nice thing is they've got the fur on the inside. Boots with the fur. Boots with the fur. I don't have apple bottom jeans. Tristan's phone has fur on it. I'm it sure. Does. No, you you were. What you, you said about? that uh, I bring the the Ronin to up production value. Yeah. And I was like in lower morale, and then my brain started ticking. It's just like on the about us page, like it's like a character sheet <laughs> like like what's the like the stamina and it's like he, if he hasn't eaten oh I my god like half stamina just like everybody's <laughs> like playing valheim you have yeah. to like make sure you eat food <laughs> yeah yeah or else like yeah. you can't run but around like, i think it would just be really funny like on the about us page just to be a little little goofy which we're talking about mm-hmm. making changes to yes you. so my mind's taken on that but just yeah. i like the idea of having a okay. stat sheet are you are you Cole, ready to join us Cole, are yeah. you joining us was, in conversation yeah i was trying to join but then you started talking you just kept talking i was like dude this guy's got so not. many great I ideas hate i hate it in, in conversations when somebody else is talking and not me <laughs> uh, dude you and me both dude, you <laughs> talked about vessies and uggs and how david hasn't been to a shoot with you david yeah. hates me yeah uh <laughs> That's not true. All right, we can have a conversation. We just won't talk at all. We'll just listen to you. That sounds yeah. like a conversation. But no, so anyways, so real estate <laughs> accounts for at least half of all of our business. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a big it's a big portion of, of what we do. So I just, I thought essentially since we're going through a lot of like changes as mm-hmm. of late, you know, for the people out there that are interested or just interested in how businesses function behind the scenes, you know, this is one of those things where we're learning a lot of lessons because... The market has shifted a lot and in our favor because a lot of people are are either getting out of the industry or you know we're we're getting to the point where we have enough like street cred. We got the clout. We got the clout. We have the clout. Yeah, 
I mean, and they normally, I when I got into real estate, when I first got my license, um, and this is for selling and buying homes, everybody said that if you can make it to year five, then that's when things start kind of falling into place and people will reach back out to you. You have it's a be- reputation? Yes. Okay. Because you've had the time to actually, you know, get your name out there. People understand that that's what you do. That is, and that, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think we're finding that now as well. Um, and with the market shifting, people are reaching out to us to, yeah. to help move business around in the area. And I had this like fear, this like revelation over this like past week that we, I, I can't prove this, but at the moment I feel like we are probably the largest real estate shooter based in Columbus. Um, just based on volume. Yeah. yeah. Probably the region though. I mean, yeah, which, if it's Columbus, we hit, we're going to be bigger than like three or four other counties combined. Right. So and, you were doing this on your own before you merged Triflix. Yes. That was Rux Flow. Yes. So I was still technically doing it under my name, but okay. I owned the company and that was what yeah. I was trying to do. But that's why I wanted to ask. It was easier for tax reasons. Specifically reason. about, so are people <laughs> associating all this realty stuff we're doing with you specifically, like your name? For the most part, yes. Or is it Triflix? Are they slowly put, putting it together like, oh, it's Triflix? This, yes. Okay. So mainly it was all kind of based with my name, but now it's... Agents it's, text me and email me and I, yes. I'm i like, what am I doing on this? But it's cool. It's, I, mm-hmm. I like them. It's a, it's a team effort now for sure. Like yeah. it is, people are starting to figure it out, uh, which the funny thing is, is I had somebody ask me today how you pronounce Triflix, which I... I've had a couple of people really botch all two syllables. I I don't get it. I mean, it's like it's like Netflix. It's like Triflix is one of the most common ones, and I'm like, where does where does the soft I come from? Like, I think I think the hard part is Trinity. I think think the why people why people do that is if we put a hyphen in between the two. Like try and flicks, then you'd see it, I, which it used to be, but it looked dumb. No, it's dumb. I, <laughs> I think it looks way better as one word. Yeah, yeah, I which, like it. I told you too. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, especially in my position, like we we need to build a brand, and we've been working to do that. And the goal is to eventually people see the TF and they know it's us. It doesn't even need to have triflex underneath of it. Right, like yeah. recognition. Right. That's the big thing. That's what I'm going to say. Recognition of your name versus recognition of the company name. Because I feel like if it was only you for the longest time and people weren't getting that, like, you are Triflix, if we were to bring in more people, which we're doing, uh, yeah, yeah. it would be a little jarring for them. It's like, well, why didn't why didn't Cole show up to do this? Like, yes. I hired Cole. Like, no, you hired Triflix. So you've brought up yeah. a, a really good point. And Tristan and I have talked about this and tried to work through this. And we're finally getting to the point where you know the process is is finally like getting figured out to where we could add people but it's also the point where our clients are finally to the point where they're they're accepting of the fact that they can still get the same product where it's like at the end of the day that's that's what they care about yeah and i think it's not to say that they don't appreciate when i come out and i shoot and there's not you know a a service level or like a personality thing that people enjoy because that's also something Tristan and I have talked about. Like we think that not that we think people normally say, you know, in our reviews that are like, we enjoyed working with Cole or Tristan or Cole and Tristan or the Triflix team because we have a lot of fun on set and we try to make it fun. You know, we, we try to get personal with our clients so that we can have a good time and enjoy the process because that's why we did this. 
you know, the goal wasn't to start a company and just be stiffs and make money. Mm. It's like, I want to show up and enjoy our yeah. clients uh, and our day. Yeah. I don't want to make money. I, yeah, I, I could tell. Yeah, money sucks. I don't want to be stiff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the reason I say that it's a good point is, it, like I said, it's just it's it's getting to the point where I think if as long as I can still start the process, it doesn't matter who shows up to shoot. You know, it's like that middle part we can we can play around with a little bit. Yeah. Because if the end product is good, and they still have a good experience setting up the appointments, you know, and having customer service by somebody they know, respect, and enjoy working with, it's it's fine. Most of the time, the agents aren't even there. Yeah, which that's a newer thing anyways. Like, I, it was a, I don't know, it was weird. Like, I, I shot with homeowners or agents there, you know, 90% of the time, and now I, that number is completely flip-flopped. Hmm. And again, it's probably like building trust and building clout and, yeah. you know, now people know in the industry, it's like, well, you know, he's been doing this for a while. You know, look at all the examples that Triflix has on their website. I think that helps kind of bring people in and go, okay, well, I can trust these guys. Tristan, can, you've been on some real estate shoots with Cole, yeah. right? Can you <laughs> yeah. talk about Thanks, a little bit those experiences compared to what you've done for just video-wise? Uh, well, uh... We usually just take turns. So it's true. He'll run through the house and do a section and I'll do a different section and then we'll flip depending on on the size of the house and what the you know, what the amenities are. Sometimes it's like a lake and that on it on its own will take probably twenty, thirty minutes to shoot and the whole interior could be done in the same amount of time. So mm-hmm. we'll flip there, main floor, basement will flip. Um and then shooting on my own in terms of real estate. Uh, I meant like compare <laughs> like I mean, not so, real estate stuff that you do versus the real estate stuff since it's real estate side is new to Triflex yeah or to use yeah my favorite thing ever was your first shoot with who, what was that one so I'm pretty sure you shot for Lucy and I was on vacation and uh, and you you I was like okay I wrote everything out I was like go shoot oh, it oh yeah you took some creative liberties which was fun uh but you sent me the pictures and I edited them while I was on my vacation and uh, mm. you got us through that tough spot. I, and that was the last time you ever shot a house. <laughs> don't miss it. I don't remember. You don't miss it? Why don't you miss it? You don't remember it? Th- this I is just, what I want to know. I just don't like yeah. photography in general. Like uh, I don't enjoy shooting photo. I, yeah. Uh, I <laughs> could do it for a client if they asked me to because I do that occasionally. But yeah. um, if I had the preference, I just enjoy shooting video more. It's okay. There's a lot more flexibility to it in terms of the edit as opposed to it's true. the The grade itself is there's way more in raw photo, but in terms of like telling a story and stuff, that's heavily video. Because um, if you get like 30 minutes of footage and they only want a two minute video, you can you can make give that same footage to a hundred thousand editors and none of the videos would be the same unlike mm. photos where you give it to a hundred thousand editors they're go- you could probably throw them all in bins like 45 50 bins of good of, these are the 40 there's 50 good so ways to edit it with a frame yeah there's 40 50 good ways to edit it and anybody else is in the bad bin that's just mm. like well that that don't look right um for real estate specifically. No, I get that. I, I think like like there are creative liberties outside of real estate for photography where it's like all the different color profiles and like I just pushing chromatics or monot- monotone like or monochromatic like if everything's just grayscale it's like you don't usually do that for real yeah. estate. Well, you'd say that a lot of the composition and like 
the artwork for doing photography is done as you're taking the picture. Then afterwards, you're just kind of cleaning it up and making it look how it should. Yeah, I think like most mind. of the, for photography in my mind, it's like most of the, uh, you, 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 when you shoot video, you have a lot of options for composition in post because the camera's moving. But for a still, you don't have as much flexibility. Mm-hmm. With like AI, there's like, there, there are certain programs that allow you to do set extensions and stuff. But again, with real estate, you're limited by reality. And it's like, you can't, yes. you can't fake mm. what's around or something. Like you can still crop in, you can, you can remove things easier than you can in video. So like, it's true. Um, like it's adding single frame sky, re- <laughs> sky replacement. Um, you can remove cars or things from reflections. Like you can add a fireplace back in. So I think there's a lot of creativity there, but um, not every, I think with video, whenever you take creative liberties, the client's a little more excited. And whenever mm-hmm. you take creative liberties in photo, it goes unrecognized. Um, which I would agree with that, which is like, it's kind of disappointing. Cause it's like the best VFX in, in cinema are the ones that you don't notice. And yeah. I think the th- same thing applies to real estate photography. It's like the best editors. It's like, Oh, everything look, this is a nice photo, mm-hmm. but you don't realize like 20 to 30% of it was enhanced in post <laughs> yeah. aside from yeah. just color. Sky replacements were a big one for me. I didn't know those existed until <laughs> you were like showing them or you were doing them one day. It was like talking about them. And now I notice it all the time because I'll look at a photo and I'm like, Oh my gosh, the sky looks, I was like, Oh, that's probably why. Yep. Cause it's you, getting big. You can either see like the stars, like it's, almost like a way impossible like shot yeah like if you actually think about it was like <laughs> my favorite's yeah. like you see a house and you know it's from like indiana and it's mm-hmm. got like the northern lights in the background <laughs> and you're like when did that happen <laughs> yeah there's a yeah. mountain range there was one time i i put a sky because like i go through and i look through my library i have like a library of different skies that i can throw in and i was looking through it the other day and there's this one that every once in a while i'll click on because it looks nice but if you if you look out in the distance there they didn't crop out like the actual mountains in the distance like oh. at the bottom of the frame and so every once in a while i'm like why are there mountains? I was like, nah, that's not the right sky. Oh, <laughs> but mountains. Eh. Yeah. Do it. Nah, I could, that makes I, sense. I get it though. I mean, you're right. It's like when I go there, like I want you, you need to, you know, the shots need to look like they go in an HGTV magazine, Yeah. which mm. it's like, there's only so many angles you can get yeah. of wide angle. That is a house. Yeah. Well, I mean, even well, if you're doing the up close stuff, it's still about, you know, for me, I'm always trying with the, with kind of what we call the glam shots. Like, hmm. you know, I'm trying to get that depth of field. So I shoot at a lower aperture to try to make sure that it's like, we're, you know, there's something in front and it's blurry and there's something in focus in the back oh, or God. vice versa. Yeah. Cause oh, it's like, I think that, that for whatever reason, like depth of field, bokeh, yeah. it gives a photo that feeling of like you know professionalism mm. or yeah. artist you know like the the artist touch kind of thing and it just helps to give it that look and i we were talking about this today with like for video like uh, when you watch hgtv all like the cinematic shots and all the the things that make it look really pretty and there was a house with like some s- s- not luxurious amenities and i was watching this video somebody else edited and it was funny seeing them highlight these very uh, average looking 
you know, fixtures in a home and stuff. And I just thought it'd be really, really funny to like take those same exact <laughs> shots, like super cinematic, best lens, great lighting and like shoot at golden hour. But it's like, it's like, uh, it's like a, uh, breaking bad house or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, wow, I shot something like that. This, this house looks awful, but the shots look so good that I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm contemplating like, it's just ashtrays and stuff, but it's like, you're shooting the same cinematic angle as if it were like a $2,000 art piece on a kitchen table. I just, I like this idea. I want to, I want to explore this at some point. Make in time. anything beautiful. Yeah. Shoot yeah. a picture Which, of a dumpster. It sounds like a South Park parody of, of For it. sure. But like I also like that concept. Like, I mean, that's a lot of times what we're doing. Because <laughs> what? What? It's just funny to Making say that's what we're doing garbage. after what I just said. But I I know where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah, a lot of times we're just up church, churching up the meth house. I mean, again, <laughs> so like I've, I tell people all the time, like I've shot... I've shot homes from $30,000 to $2.5 million. So it's like you see all the stuff in between. And so like I can remember very vividly the $30,000 house. (laughs) And I've shot some houses with no walls. Uh, You know what I mean? Just like, you know, no sheetrock, just studs, Mm -hmm. like scared to walk on the second floor because you don't know if you're going to fall through the floor. Man. But uh, the reason I say that's kind of what we do is because... You go to a house like that and there's no lights. And if it's a good day, you have natural light, but then you got to hope that you have windows, you know? Mm -hmm. So the thing is, is that we can come in, like you can come in with your cell phone and you can take some pictures and it'll help to like boost the light a little bit, but they're still not going to, they're still not going to be great because that little sensor can only do so much. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I can come in and I don't care. I can do a 20 second shutter and just get as much light as anybody could get you know what I mean? Using your camera and it's like, I can, I can light anything yeah. whether I have external light sources or not. And one of my favorite things to do is the light paint. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so light painting. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Tristan, do you know what light painting is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you he do what are you doing your headphones? Why are they like on your cheeks? Wearing glasses with these headphones are so uncomfortable. Glasses, yeah. And then also my headphones are really hot right now. Do you still have your do you have your appointment coming up? Yeah. Okay, good. My wife actually forgot. I was, my eyes are bad and <laughs> and my contacts aren't working anymore. Like they just, they're burning my eyes. So maybe the prescription's out. And then these glasses are definitely out. Like everything's, the the, the, ro- the glasses shouldn't have a roll off for what's in focus, but these ones do. <laughs> the the infinity focus doesn't exist anymore. But uh, this but yeah. is, I mean, you've we've seen what he can make with eyes like this. I can only imagine once you get <laughs> yeah. Yeah. real you, glasses. Did, so in uh in basketball, Steph Curry is like one of the best three point shooters. They found out has like a, a stigma to what is it stigma? Is it stigmatism? Yeah, is that what it's called? But yeah. like he has like an eye defect like his eye is not naturally 2020 get it done but it's all muscle his memory. eye yeah, his eye, it is muscle memory because like the dude is one of the best shooters and he found out he can't even see that well <laughs> it's uh basically in his case it makes everything starburst so imagine like all the flash photography in the stands and it's just like Ugh. like it's not single point lights it's just like blooms that are filling his eyesight it's really really interesting and now a quick break to hear from our sponsors coffee house five 
With locations in Franklin and Greenwood and soon a third in Bargersville, Coffee House 5 is Johnson County's premier independent coffee shop to relax, study, or meet friends around great coffee and great food Monday through Saturday. Whether it's a handcrafted espresso or a single origin pour over, you'll enjoy the freshest, smoothest coffee possible roasted in-house at their Franklin location using a unique airbed roasting process. And don't forget to pair your coffee with a ham and cheddar scone, biscuits and gravy made with their award-winning Parmesan chive biscuit, or any of their other pastries and sandwiches prepared in their Franklin kitchen using family recipes and a style they call Midwest comfort food. As if that's not enough to get your attention, Coffee House 5 is a for-benefit coffee house. All profits are invested in building a stronger community through their support of local mental health services, which you can read more about on their website, coffeehouse5.com. So next time you're in Franklin or Greenwood and soon Bargersville, stop by Coffee House 5. Eyesight. It's really, really interesting. So I don't think my eyesight's that bad, but uh, it's it's not great. And um, as far as the the light painting goes, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe maybe my eyes would be better suited for something like that because I think uh, I think that would be quite quite blurry. (laughs) So it's like depends on how well you do it. Long exposure, and then you have a light pointing at the camera. And then you can you can make shapes. A lot of times you'll see it on like Instagram with um, uh, fireworks or not fireworks. What are they? The sparklers. Like yes. people will do like sparklers and they'll spell out words. Uh, but you can you can kind you can do the opposite instead of having the the light in front of the sensor. You can have it behind the sensor, like out of frame essentially. And then as you're moving lights around uh, with a long exposure, it'll illuminate sections of the room. Uh, so whenever your shutter finally closes and it captures the image that that light that you were panning all over um it it, it allows more light to bounce back to the sensor and they're like it's more illuminated it's more vibrant and yeah if yes. you do like a 30 second exposure with a cell phone like like just the flash on your cell phone or whatever it's like yeah. i've seen you pull out some crazy images <laughs> you see a similar effect in like long time lapses if like people do with cities and yeah. like uh I light forget. trails light trails yeah yeah yep. like the car tail tail lights and it looks like a really long beam of light following a car like in tron almost yeah i'm super into long exposure stuff uh mm-hmm. it's just what i my favorite thing is when you know, you do a long exposure and, and essentially when you do a long exposure, it's just leaving your sensor open to continually gather that data over a longer period of time. So it's like, that's why the faster the shutter closes, um, you know, the less light you're going to get. And then the longer it stays open, the more light you're going to get. So if you plan your shot correctly, you can actually, if you're, if you're shooting a, you know, a stationary subject, but other things are moving, it's a really cool effect. Like I just, I really like that. Like if you were to shoot like the sidewalk of a busy street at night and you just had it focused on the building, but then all the people are moving. And so the people are blurry, but the yeah. buildings in focus, like so you've probably seen like the shot of like, I think it's a girl in the middle of a street and then there's cars coming and going from her and like the, the camera's facing her and she just stands still for a really long time. And then you get the light trails of cars coming and going on the left and right of her. Yeah. Super dangerous, but really cool. <laughs> but turns out cool. So like Tristan said, yeah. that's exactly what we do. I just do a very long shutter and I would take the, my cell phone camera flashlight and I wave it around the room <laughs> behind the camera and I just light paint in the spots where I know I need light. Mm-hmm. And uh, with HDR as well, it just... Yeah. Ta-da! Good to go. It looks like the lights on in the room, which you like, and that's in photography. But you see a similar effect, and I, now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of I haven't done it before, but I want to. Is uh, you'll see shots of uh, time lapses, which 
you can do a similar effect in video, but it's not it's not identical in in mechanics, but it's similar in visuals where uh, people will do a nighttime time lapse and you'll see the stars and they'll mm-hmm. go left to right as as the earth rotates and the sun comes up and um, they'll speed it up and then whenever you speed it up you get this trailing effect behind them but it's it's done in post that's not necessarily practical um, it's like blending the frames together mm-hmm. oh. and then you see this also in VFX style at, uh, uh, with um like warp speed or whatever, like when you go really fast and all of the stars around you start blurring next to your yeah. eyes. Like, and then as soon as they stop, they like the blur like st- stretches back in and then it makes a single point for all the stars. Oh. So that's a similar VFX shot that it it looks close, but it's not the same. Um, it's not the same mechanics that go behind it. It's a lot of times artificial. Right. Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought that up because that's that's a good point. I try to push that a lot to people. It's like, don't cut us off just because you think this place is, you know, it's not camera worthy Mm. because at the end of the day, I can bring more light and better color than anything else. So it helps helps to be able to market. It's all marketing stuff. It's like, (laughs) you want to get your product out there? Make you want it. Don't, don't, don't shoot it in the dark. Yeah. (laughs) And some people are silly and shut off their electricity. (laughs) Yeah. Like when you show up, they just have the power off. Yeah, so uh, I remember this the first time I shot a house in the dark, I showed up and they had shut the electricity off because they thought they needed to do that before the other people bought it. That's the opposite of what you should do. Yes. You should not do that. <laughs> so it had huh. no power. So everybody was like, good luck. They just didn't want to pay for it. No, they just didn't. A lot of people don't understand that when you sell and buy another house, you, you like if you're selling it, you go in and you enact a transfer. Instead of shutting off your utilities, uh, you set up a transfer, and then when the next person calls when they buy it, then it puts it in their name. But a uh, lot of people assume that's like, I'll just call the uh, utility company and I'll just kill it. Yeah, exactly. So we always we always used to tell people, do not d- disconnect, just enact the transfer. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Because two people are like, well, why should I pay for my utilities? And it's like, well, you still own the house. <laughs> you think the utility people would uh be like hey like if you're just selling a house you don't need to kill it you don't you can just do this you would hope so but here i was showing up to a dark house here you were and i learned my lesson but like i've got a shoot on friday that they were like hey just a heads up there's no lights and minimal windows good luck (laughs) i did that today too with a shop try to turn on the lights nothing Mm. happens that's the thing about this, and and I think honestly, it's ninety percent of what we do is just like that. Think on your feet. Mm-hmm. Like you I have like, to have yeah. a large knowledge set when you go into something like this to or know your gear <laughs> to be like, oh, it's like, it's like I wasn't ready for a, this. Hiring a professional chef but not giving them a kitchen. It's like yeah, th- you didn't come with a kitchen, right? You're a professional chef. You should just have your own <laughs> portable kitchen with you. We were we were on set with uh for for a video shoot and i had uh actually the angle that's pointing at you there's a tripod over there and the <laughs> lock for the tilt was so cranked that it i couldn't physically do it with my hands to un to un to release it so that i could oh, wow. tilt the camera up and down again and it was a place that had mechanic stuff but i didn't want to go ask them for a wrench uh, which I have had to do on set for other things, but not in this case. I was like, I'll find a way. And I've, uh, we had Allen wrenches, but there's no there's no way of using that as a tool to to release it. So I took 
the Allen wrench and I pulled all the Allens outward. And then I used the gap in between where the Allens were. And then I just shoved it up against the, uh, <laughs> the, the release valve on it. And then I started <laughs> rotating it. It had like enough leverage just by having an extra two or three inches off on the side. So we were able to get the camera working, but it's just, it's you like, never know. why would it be that tight? It's like, we, I don't, maybe, maybe just thermal expansion. Like it was colder on a day that we tightened it and then it heated up on a warmer mm. day and then it, it doesn't work anymore. Or I don't know, maybe it's, it's like a four year old tripod. It could have degraded. I don't know, but it's not, the client doesn't care why something doesn't <laughs> no. work. They just, and they don't care if it does or doesn't work either. They just want the product to be done right. And, yeah. and whatever, whatever asset you have available, um, you have to make it work. And that's like why uh, people, whenever people ask me, why would I hire you when I have someone else more accessible for a lower price or whatever? Uh, or I have a niece that could do this for the same for the same <laughs> price, and I want to support family. Our favorite. Like, she was showing me the pictures she took on her iPhone. They, <laughs> they look pretty, pretty darn good. good. Like, I was impressed. Uh, I said, you, you can do just that get, on the iPhone? You just get done with film school? Holy moly. <laughs> wow. She's, 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 she's only 14. She doesn't even need to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, whenever clients ask, it's like, why why this or why that? And maybe it's not even clients, it's just friends and family. Uh, the reason you hire a professional in any, any situation, whether it's Gordon Ramsay as a chef or just a, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if somebody's a professional in their field, uh, mm. if you give them the bare essentials, they can make it work. Uh, yeah. You know, give Scorsese a, an iPhone and he's going to do better than you with a red camera, you know, like a entry level cell phone versus just a stupid multi hundred thousand dollar camera it's like yeah. the professional can do more with less um and and the other part of it too is just the uh the the knowledge that comes with it so whenever there's an issue instead of someone taking the time to go to google or think longer about how to resolve an issue it's like all right in 10 seconds you have to figure a solution out and that yeah. just comes with experience or a, a lot of schooling which is why Maybe a doctor <laughs> doesn't necessarily have the most experience, but I would take a, a doctor with 10 years of education over somebody that's like, I've been working on people's bodies for six months. It's like mm. sometimes sometimes the training is worth more than the experience. Sometimes experience is worth more. Just It depends on the field and what you're doing. The thing that you said sure. about the red camera made me think. Uh, when I found my uh, iPhone 4S the other day, uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking, you know, it would be really cool to like shoot some video with it for like a project yeah because people are apparently it's a big thing now it that is. people are like i think it might be iphone sixes that really like they really like the style that those <laughs> those ones take photos with which is like ironic because they're the ones that bent i think was that ben gate or was that seven uh i don't know but it, I, it was no, one i actually of those. think it was the sixes yeah it was one of those and like you know just really the rounded. style of uh, the old older like almost good but pretty bad video cameras on those cell phones i think it'd be interesting <laughs> to, to do something with because we could use the external microphones we have the dji's so mm -hmm. it wouldn't sound like garbage well, that's but true i uh, we were going through things that were selling which is funny because it's all out things that are like five to six years old and then mm. you went out of your way to purchase some stuff that's like 10 plus years old <laughs> i bought an ipod <laughs> yeah. ipod ford fourth generation classic so it's it's just kind of funny how uh how technology comes back around and like retro is cool again and all yeah. this stuff but it, it does like the the it starts out like when it's new it's like really popular 
and then it becomes garbage. Yeah. D- and then DDR3 RAM. You smell the buy like s- up. Yeah. 64 gigabytes of the RAM for your computer for like 10 bucks. And now yeah. if you want this because it's unavailable, nobody manufactures it. Mm-hmm. Um like two hundred bucks, like the same price yeah, as the and new stuff. It becomes rare, and people like it. Or with that, it's more oh, like yeah. VHSs, thing. Game Cubes. Yeah. It's like, and be- then it goes back up. It's more popular, and things get more expensive. Yeah. And so yeah. So Pirates. and I get it in a in a world of just continuous, you know, pictures that all look the same. I yeah. I get the I get the want. Well, uh, the downside too is things that are manu- historically things that were manufactured for life or just over engineered. Um, it was nice because whenever you wanted something retro, you could generally uh, go back and find it like classic muscle cars and stuff like that, or old electronics, mm. um, things that were even things in the twenties and forties that predated, um, planned obsolescence, which is <laughs> a, a, a legal thing that makes it so that you can make your product not last, which is one of the issues with light bulbs. But so you'll buy more. Yeah. You have to, well, like, the government doesn't want companies that make light bulbs go out of business. Cause after one generation, everybody's buys their light bulbs. And then the, what does the company do for that time? So it's like, it's a, it's a slippery slope, but at the same time, GameCube, like what GameCube. was that? What was that generation of like, was that early two thousands? Yeah. I feel like yeah. in terms of consumer electronics, that was kind of it. And I'm concerned to see how PlayStation 5 and mm-hmm. Xbox One, like in 20 years, whenever people want to retro these ones, are they going to have that same build quality um, that will allow people to go out and con- acquire them? Because if a manufacturer isn't selling them anymore, they're going to get artificially inflated. Uh, they already are. Like, yeah. The games for those things are very expensive right now 60 bucks yeah but like that's the the, yeah, the flip side is that like a, a modern day like xbox one whatever mm-hmm. like i don't think that's ever going to have the same like appeal as like a gamecube because it's maybe it's barely who knows i don't know the thing is is like a computer can do exactly the same thing it can do right now there's nothing unique about the that's true unique about it like a gamecube but like you know nobody back in the day was like this one day yeah it's gonna be retro people are gonna love it they're gonna be like bring back golden eye well (laughs) talking about like the the planned obsolescence i was watching this video for whatever reason recommended on playstation 2 controllers and it was the question was why didn't they burn out the same way the new switch controllers are with controller drift so you don't know basically new console controllers have an issue where over a period of time the resistors inside of the the thumbsticks wear out and Mm -hmm. you're you won't be touching the thumbsticks at all and your character will start moving that's a problem Uh, especially if you want to play a console from 10 15 20 30 years ago the playstation 2 doesn't have this issue and it was just a software fix like it was just baked into the controller software so whenever you released it Wherever it landed, it identified that as zero, and it was based off of like a microsecond delay. So it's like after so many seconds, it resets to zero. Um, new mm. co- new controllers don't do that. It should be even yeah. cheaper. Well, it should be even like simpler for them to manufacture. Thing too, because uh, it's a. Well, I've looked at like the hardware, like why it does it. So okay. it's like a little piece of metal that just scratches back and forth, mm-hmm. and when you use it over and over, it since it's a physical contact, it wears down, yep. and that's why the zero thing starts to drift. Okay. So, so the, the new switch controllers are just the same. They're using, this is like the cheapest way you can make an analog stick. Yeah. Like the thing that moves around is called analog stick. But there's other ones that don't have that issue because they don't use 
metal rubbing or whatever yeah. and it's, it's no newer technology contact. and it's better but it costs like five cents more to manufacture per unit or whatever <laughs> so they don't use them and, and like the solution too is much right money. there yeah and like you wouldn't have to deal with all this but Silly. it just comes down like, to like would just, you pay an extra five cents so that your joystick doesn't you're, you're, I'd pay you're an extra twenty dollars so my <laughs> controller wouldn't freaking crap out. It's like it's so dumb. You're playing with your kids and they're like, "Dad, I want to play video games." And it's like, "All right, you got to give up." You do you take the bad controller? Do you give it to them, or do you, you spend you another sixty dollars? Or you yeah. give it to them? Dude, yeah. I have a friend who's run through like four or five of those Joy Cons. Oh, for Switch? For a Switch, <laughs> yeah. And you can still go and like pick up a GameCube controller and it just works. Yeah. And like silly, yeah. GameCube and Nintendo Switch er, yeah. and um, PlayStation Two had like well optimized controllers, and then yeah. companies. I I don't want to assume it's for nefarious reasons, but it seems like they want to sell another sixty dollar controller. I was gonna say all we've all talked money. this. We've ta- as, we've talked about this a million times. At the end of the day, they care about their bottom line. You think so? It. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. like us though. No, nope. not like us. Care we about don't our sell customers. bad Joy Cons. We don't no. hold back the Ronin's capabilities for certain shoots. Nope. We don't cripple ourselves like that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what a weird caps. way of saying that. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, as usual, we went way off track, but that's okay. There was a track. Maybe you learned something. I, we don't have tracks here. <laughs> so, but. Uh, we are going to go ahead and jump off of here. So uh, definitely, as uh, I hope you guys learned something today. Uh, we will talk more about some service stuff. I just thought it would be fun to expand upon our processes and are yeah. interested kind of how we're dealing with market changes and things like that. You know, as a, as a small business, especially with social media, it's like you can see all the things that we're accomplishing on the back, on the front end of everything, but you're not seeing kind of the the methods that we're using on the on the other side to to stay relevant and and learn new processes. So for those of you who are interested in business type stuff, I thought it might be fun to talk about. So yeah. we'll talk about it more uh, in future episodes. And uh, we still need to schedule some guests, so watch out for those episodes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to hit the Tuesday tip? Are we doing that? Uh, yeah, I'll do that real fast. That's yeah. a good good point, David. Uh, the, what do we do this bird. week? Oh, so this week we talked about tap to pay. What a great uh, idea someone had. I know, right? Who did that? Thank you. <laughs> Is that you? Uh, <laughs> I think it was Tristan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, Tristan brought up the fact that uh, maybe uh, maybe there is a portion of people that don't know you can use your phone to do tap to pay. Yep. So we did a quick little tutorial on how to do it on the iPhone. Um I was told that it is very similar on Android. Uh, I've only been out of the ecosystem for a year, but a lot of things change. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think mostly the issue with Google is that the apps continue to change. Um, oh and if you have a Samsung phone, yeah. you have Samsung. the added layer of difficulty because you have Samsung Pay, but you can also download Google Wallet. So it's like you choose yeah. which platform you want to use. Yeah, Samsung is wanting to be like Apple. Yes. But they're also using all the Google stuff and then they just had their own. It's just weird. It's incredibly so weird. redundant. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know if there's a ton to expand on, but that's what we talked about. Yeah. So, you know, go set it up. Well, it's super easy. It's more uh, secure than think, using a swipe on your card. What, what, what's everyone's application? Was there a specific reason you started using it? Like other than convenience, like was there one specific time where you're just like, man, it'd been so nice to have it. I need to set this up. Uh, so I started using it really early on. Uh, we talked about this in office before I shot that day. Uh, Samsung, 
I think all the way up until maybe like the last note uh, they had. <laughs> it's funny. It's a great film. Uh, yeah. Um, they had a, so let me roll it back just to touch here. So everybody understands. So the current devices, they all use uh, NFC, which stands for near field communication. Uh, and it is just a small chip. Uh, same as what you would use on your debit cards or credit cards. Now you can just tap to pay. It's all the same stuff. It just mm-hmm. recognizes and then transfers data. So before that, right, we all use the old magnetic strip cards. You know, you would mm-hmm. put the card in the slot and slide it down. And like, we barely ever do that now because we have chip and pin and yes. tap to pay. We have all these different options because the magnetic was very insecure. It's so insecure. Yeah. You could, you could get, you could ruin it really fast and also yeah. steal a lot, of, a lot of information very quickly. All it does when you're swiping that thing, it just screams out your card number. It's not yeah. even like secure in any way it just says one one five zero six pay for this uh <laughs> take the money take. So if you slide i want to give you money the faster you slide it the more secure it is yeah it's like faster and that's why when you'd uh, get a skimmer it just it just listens to it as it goes by and just copies it just but sucks the new all your information it. yeah uh so samsung for a very long time had that technology built into the back of their phones so mm. you could actually hold it next to a magnetic strip and it would act the same way as a card would i remember the commercials for that it worked very well yeah and a lot of people it blew some minds because no one ever used it and that's why they got rid of it but people would be like i was like i'll just use my phone they're like we don't have tap to pay and i just go and it would work like okay so if for i'm saying that to say that like my main reasoning was that i didn't have to worry about having an extra piece of something with me yeah wallets are they're they're they were they were very fat and annoying and you had all this crap in there you didn't need um i actually just to take it back another step i (laughs) i invested in a kickstarter and it was a digital debit card that when you got it you would hit a button on the front and it you could it oh. would cycle through all your cards you invested in that one yeah i, I actually got what it. it was i actually yeah. had the physical device the issue was it worked for a while and then i started to have issues where it didn't work at certain terminals i don't know why that was the case again it was very new technology yeah I thought it was amazing. So I, yeah, I thought it was cool. Trying to condense my payment cards has always been yeah. something I've tried to accomplish because, you know, if you forget your wallet, it was so nice. Like you have your phone. Like I knew that if I forgot something and I needed to pay for something in a pinch, I had my phone. Yep. And, and not only that, I also knew the benefits that it, as David mentioned, it is way more secure. It's more secure. It's so it's versus like trying to reach into your wallet, take out your card, put it in, wait, take it out, put it back in. You just take your phone, you just go boop, and you're done. Yep. And it uses, you know, your biometric unlock, mm-hmm. you know, as verification, which makes total sense. Like it verifies your identity before you can use your payment method. Yes. And I, I love that. And like <laughs> my bank account, my old bank didn't even have like a verification step for that. And that bugged me for a really long time. <laughs> I don't use them anymore, but... Yeah, It'd be I mean, weird if anybody did still. At the end of the day, it's your money. So yeah. it's one of the things that you want to be the most secure. And I know people were scared to death mm-hmm. of it because they're like, ah, just the internet. And it's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> but like, seriously though, it helps so much. So yeah. uh, you can also do it on your Apple Watch, which I've done a couple times. Yeah. So Most smartwatches have it in some form. That's true. That's true. That It so was an Apple so Watch smart. thing for a long time. They, the Android watches started putting NFC in as well. So yeah. Samsung for sure. And yeah. I know the new Pixel Watch has it. So um, 
next thing you know, you're just going to be tapping your wrist <laughs> on something to pay. It'd be cool if there's like a smart embedded. ring that had what? it in and just punch tight. it. <laughs> pay for my ah! no, that's, <laughs> you'll pay for that that was partly why i i switched over to using it. i didn't like it for a long time i just i was dumb and then like going longboarding or jogging or something that had to stop in a store or run into somebody it's like hey you want to grab lunch and it's like yeah sure um if i didn't leave with my wallet with the plan of purchasing something it's like mm. no luck but yeah if, if you go for any time you leave the house you probably got a phone on you so it was nice just having that as an option and then I started using a smartwatch for that reason too. Cause I was like, well, I don't want to take my phone with me. I don't need to call anybody. It's whatever, but I may need to purchase something that's more likely. So I just yeah. leave my phone and then I just leave with my watch on me all the time. That's why I'm super excited. They just announced another nine cities in the U S that are going to start doing the, uh, digital, uh, ID cards yeah. with Apple. Oh, um, unfortunately, Indiana cities or states, uh, states, sorry. I apologize. States. Um, what is this? Uh, so Apple has been trying to uh, make it so that you can have a virtual uh, driver's license on mm-hmm. your phone. So yeah. You, yeah, yeah, they were trying to do that on Pixels for a long time. I don't know if, yeah. how that's going to fare. Indiana announced before COVID it was supposed to happen in like 2020. Yeah, oh, wow. and then it never happened. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I was uh, fairly disappointed because I wanted it on my yeah. phone because I, I. I have this is the last thing. two businesses and personal, <laughs> and each one of those gets at least like one debit each, one credit card each, and then any identification cards to RFID into somewhere. Yeah, and all of those. There is zero reason, based on the technology we've had for the last ten years, that you can't just have it all on your phone. They're like, well, what if your phone dies? Well, then have a backup, one card, just one card. I don't know, or the yeah, little card a, with a little tap yeah, on have it. A key somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If so, your phone dies, you're just not paying attention. It's not that hard to the so many phones have or phones. So many cars have wireless chargers in them now and yeah. I will say one of the best things ever, I bought the uh, the little wireless charger battery pack for my iPhone. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. magnetic and it just snaps on the back of your phone mm-hmm. and it gives you some extra battery life. I miss that about my Moto uh Z Z, yes, Z Play. Yeah. Z2 Play. The I module had. stuff. Oh, they were awesome. Yeah. But the, the pins, the pogo pins started to wear out and like it ah. wouldn't make a connection every single time. So. Yep. You know what else wears out? Our podcast? Dean in a SUV while he listens to our podcast. So we better wrap it up for him. Hey. <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks for watching. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers, tell your kids, maybe not your kids, um, to listen to our podcast. Uh <laughs> Uh, it's 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 fun you know it's fun you, you had know. a lot of fun right now didn't you we had a great time yeah, you know you had a good time something so much nostalgia you're learning about business and photography and videography and uh, there's it's so much fun anyways we would love to see some more viewers out there guys so tell a friend uh also please feel free to interact with us online leave a comment send us a message like if you have something you want us to talk about or there's something you're curious about like we would be more than happy to check out what you have to say and talk about it on the podcast. Uh, and if it's really, really good, maybe we'll make a whole video about it. If so. you made it this far, tell David happy birthday in the comments. Yeah. Please talk to us. We're so lonely. We are so lonely. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>